Oh, yes. I said, you know what? Fear and self-doubt can come, but they're not going to drive anymore. Oh. A lot of times I get stuck in fear and I get stuck. I literally get paralyzed in the fear and the self-doubt and I drop down into who I've always been. And, you know, working with you, I just realized, and it took me a while. It took me a ups and downs. And I just realized, you know what? There's that it's just part of the journey. They're just, but I'm going to be the driver. I'm in the driver's seat. Are you ready to decide it's your turn to live your most purposeful, profitable, passionate life? I'm Christina LeCure, former professional golfer turned confidence and success coach. I truly believe every one of us was put here for a God-given purpose, and it is our responsibility to live that fully. For well over a decade now, I've been turning my life as well as countless others around from feeling unworthy, incompetent, and without a purpose to living a life I cannot wait to wake up for even on days when shit hits the fan. And it all started with a decision. Yeah, you heard that right. I said God and shit in the same sentence. So clearly this won't be your typical podcast, but what I can assure you is that each week myself and my guests are going to enlighten you, fire you up and having you walk away with stories and strategies to not only boost your confidence, but give you hope that at any moment in time, you have the power to decide it's your turn. Hey ladies, listen up. Before we get started with this episode today, I wanted to let you know the Decide It's Your Turn Mastermind is now open for enrollment. I've been doing this mastermind for over four years now and women are walking away more confident, more in their purpose, more in alignment to do the thing that they are absolutely put on this planet to do. You don't have to have a business, but if you do, I guarantee you'll walk away more confident to make those sales. If you need more confidence to live a life that you're absolutely obsessed with, you will walk away more in alignment than ever before. This mastermind includes one-on-one -on -one coaching with me. This is what sets it apart. My job is to make sure I hold you accountable to living a life that you're absolutely obsessed with. And I know this mastermind is the thing to do it. Connect with me on Instagram at Christina. Check the show notes, send me an email. Seats are filling up fast. One-on-one -on -one coaching is included in this four-month mastermind. I'd love to have you there and I can't wait. Hey, y'all, welcome back to the Decide It's Your Turn podcast. Today, I am so excited. This is a fun one. This is one of my coaching clients, Merle Amos. She is a mother of three, wife of Michael, good friend of mine. She has been a client for some time now, and we were on one of our coaching calls, and she was just throwing out all of this amazing, epic things that I was like, oh my gosh, we need to record a podcast right now. And she was talking about how over the last year of us, working together, she has helped herself get unstuck. So I know you guys are going to love today's episode. I'm so grateful Merle said yes to this. Be sure to share it with those that you absolutely know will walk away becoming more and more confident that they too can decide to get unstuck and create a life that they absolutely love. <laughs> okay, you all, we are back to the Decide It's Your Turn podcast, and I'm unbelievably excited today. I just hit record, and as you can tell, my girl and I were just chatting away. I am so excited to have you today here, Merle. I'm so excited! 
I am so excited. Thank you for having me. Oh my gosh. Okay. So Merle is a good client of mine and we were having a Voxer conversation. So my clients communicate with me. Um, my coaching is more of like, I have a, call it an athletic experience to where I actually know my people like 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. And we were going back and forth on Voxer and Merle was just dropping these unbelievable points of how she has truly used our time together and worked on herself so much in the last year to get unstuck from her life basically. And I was like, um, hi, well, we, can you record a podcast with me? And what did you say? <laughs> I said, oh my God, did you just ask me to record a podcast with you? And then I said, hell yes. Oh, I'm so excited because like, I literally believe so many of our coaching calls could truly be podcasts because I think that this is the reason why people tune into this podcast to help decide it's their turn in life. And for you that you've just had so many shifts over the last year. I loved it on our call. So we were, we were actually doing one of our coaching sessions right before I hit record. And like literally one of the things that you said, I actually wrote it down. You said, I would absolutely rock the you know, we're not going to swear in this podcast so her kids can listen to it, but I would absolutely <laughs> rock the it out of COVID this past year. And I a hundred percent believe that about you. You would have crushed COVID. I would have crushed COVID if it came right now. Exactly. <laughs> because you have done so much work on yourself. And that is obviously all of the things that we're going to talk about today, because I always do these podcasts because I want people to like literally walk away knowing that they can decide it is their turn to like make a shift in their life and change their life. And it's super interesting. Cause one of the things that you said when we were going back and forth on the Voxer was she's like, you literally, like, what did you say? You literally said something along the lines of like, no, anyone can change their life at any moment. Like they oh, really yeah. can. Yeah. So I, tell me, tell me a little bit about that. Like how, how that came that. up for you. I think that, you know, I spent my whole life, um, waiting to get there and checking off the boxes, you know, you get married, you had the kids, you know, I moved a few times, I'm now in Miami. And I think that, you know, you're always, as a woman, especially, and especially after becoming a mom, it, it feels like you're always waiting, you know, even with my weight, you know, I'm always waiting to get there, there. And then I realized, you know what, there is no there. Why am I always waiting to get there is because I'm always seeking, you know, we're seeking the relief, the confident, the happiness at the end of the journey. And I realized, you know, through my growth is that I get to seek relief right now through my thinking. And I think that we're always looking to change something, whether it's changing where you live, changing your job, changing your physical appearance, changing your husband. We're always looking to change something but truly, it's really our perspective on our current life that needs to change. And you know what? We have the power to do that because in an instant, I can decide to seek relief right now. I can decide to be confident and happy. And it goes back to really deciding. And I told you once, you know, decisions are like oxygen for me. I was always living in the middle, always indecisive. What should I do? Who should I be? Where should I go? And I found that when I just decided with my faith in God and with my action, things just happen the way they're supposed to be. It's like, I always tell myself, you know, what's on my to-do list and what's on God's to-do list. And that truly takes me out of anxiety and those feelings where I'm able to really decide and, you know, enjoy the process. You know, we oh. all want to get there, but we don't want the process. And I think, especially this year, 
me saying I'm going to enjoy the ride and I want the process has, you know, it's taken me ups and downs, but overall it's really just, I'm riding the wave. Oh, I'm so proud of you. Literally. I'm so proud of you. And Merle, this is her first podcast. And she's like, is everyone this nervous? I'm like, yeah, we're all nervous when we're stepping in, taking the action, right? Like, I'm so proud of you. Oh yes. I said, you know what? Fear and self-doubt can come, but they're not going to drive anymore. Oh. A lot of times I get stuck in fear and I get stuck. I literally get paralyzed in the fear and the self-doubt and I drop down into who I've always been. And, you know, working with you, I just realized, and it took me a while. It took me a ups and downs. And I just realized, you know what? There's that it's just part of the journey. Mm. They're just, but I'm going to be the driver. I'm in the driver's seat. Oh, Yes, it's so, so true. Like one thing that you said, just even on our last coaching call, like right before we hit record on this, like, you know, so we did our coaching call before this and now we're doing the podcast, but like the reason why this podcast is actually here is because of so many of the Voxer messages that we were going back and forth on. And like, even something that you just said right now, you're like, I a hundred percent am gonna, I'm taking action. Like I am being a different person. I'm showing up as different actions right now. Even if I have no idea why, even if I'm super scared, but I have to take different actions than I've already had. And like, for you, like I a hundred percent believe like one of the things that you keep saying and it I'm so thankful that you told me this because sometimes like even myself like when I'm in the business I definitely know how to help everyone but sometimes I like the clarity of like speaking it from a client's mind so like if you're listening to the podcast I'm sure there's going to be a thousand like oh my god that's me oh my god that's me moments because you are the client you are on the other side and I think that like one thing that you say is like so many people will listen to this podcast today and be like lit the hell up and they're gonna get this adrenaline pump and they're gonna walk away and they're like oh my god yes all the things and read all the books and you know done all the things but the big movement for you has been the action well yes so you know I guess when I began this journey of self-discovery and self-development I was that passive listener and I would get my dopamine hit from the podcast and I think that a lot of people don't really discuss that as part of the journey where you're like, yes, that sounds so good. That's me. That's me. But then you close the podcast, you close the book and you go back to your life and you don't apply those, you know, little things that you can implement. Well, for some people, it feels so, you know, so large for them to do. Like, you know, when somebody tells you, you know, have this morning routine and, you know, not everybody has the luxury of an hour morning routine or 40 minutes. And I think even the past year, we all realized that. And I'm, it took me a while to understand that I can just decide how I'm going to think about today. And whatever comes at me in the moment, I get to choose. Is this going to define my day? Is this going to be a great day? You know, there was times where I wake up and I'm like, ugh just another day. And then I'm like, in that moment now, I catch myself and I'm like, wait a second. There's so much good that's happening to me today. You know, I might have a to-do list a mile long, but I also get to be in my day now. And for so long, what defined me was what I was doing. And with um, the past year, I flipped it. And it's like the doing versus the being. You know, for me, I was never able to just be. It was always what I do, autopilot, the distraction onto the next, the keeping busy. And I never felt my feelings. 
it, it's just, I have vice and I would, you know, numb the feelings or I would just tell myself, be strong. And now I actually taught myself to feel the feelings. And when you choose to feel, you don't need to run away from yourself anymore. Oh, that is so good. So there's so many people out there listening and like, doesn't matter what your vice is, whether your vice is like, quote unquote, a healthy vice. I mean, how many people do you know that like run or work out or, you know, do whatever to escape the feeling, whether that's food, alcohol, drug, whatever. There's so many people that choose something to numb the feeling. So they don't actually have to be in the feeling. So they don't actually have to change the thing that's actually happening. And that was like, so aha moment for you. And like, during, you know, our sessions and things like that. Like, cause I have always been like, I mean, my social media handle is be Christina because every single day, my job is to be Christina, not do Christina, not listen to everything else that everyone else has to say, not should Christina, but be Christina. So how does that show up today? How does that look today? And when you're so, and I mean, don't get me wrong. I, for like in the beginning of my journey as well, I mean, being was like the hardest thing ever. How many people out there listening right now? They're like, oh my God, you want me to be still and be with my thoughts? Hell no. You know what? That is the biggest gift. I would tell them that is the biggest gift you can give yourself mm-hmm. because being with yourself, you will, you know, all the answers lie there in the stillness, all in that present moment is truly where life is meant to be lived. And you know what? I think the big realization was I don't need to change anything. I have an amazing life and all I need to do is change my perspective. And in that little shift of perspective, it's really you that's in control of that, which really gives you the authority on, you know, your life. I mean, how amazing is that? It's, it's inside of you. You just need to hear it. You just need to be still enough to listen. It's scary as you know, as hell, but let me tell you on the other side of it, it's worth it. And I want everyone to understand too, that like, you know, we've only been working together, not even a year. And you did take some time off, went somewhere else, and then decided that we were going to come back and, and start this journey. Because I do think that that's something that a lot of people do. It's like, okay, cool. I'm done this. Let me go on to the next thing. Okay, cool. I've done this and I'm on to the next thing. Then I'll start this and then I'll do that. And you know, I, I maybe I'm ready to do a business. And I, I remember when you came back, you're like, no. I am doing the work on me before anything else happens. And I will tell you, you have been doing so much work on yourself that like the breadcrumbs are starting to reveal themselves so heavily right now. And like, I know that's scary to think, but you already know inside of you because it's been inside of you forever that that is hundred percent true. And so now it's just building the foundation for you to continue to grow your confidence, to really step into that God-given purpose. And I, I do think that like you like you said, it's already in you. And so you have to create the space in the beginning in order to really kind of be still and be willing to like be in like the crap of it all, because, you know, in the beginning, it just feels so hard. It feels hard, but also you have to try new things. You know, you're B Christina. So what works for Christina is not going to work for Merle. So I have to be Merle, which is, you know, you know, my life doesn't really create the structure and the consistency that I would love it to create right now. I'm in that season, but you know what? I get to be me. So that is, I think the glory of the journey is that it's my journey 
and you you can find what works for you. And it's just keep trying without judgment. It's like having the awareness, but at the same time, detach from the judgment. Mm, I love that so much. And it, and it's so true. So in the last year, where have the biggest shifts come from for you? And like what action items of shifts have really become apparent? Like, what do you really do? And again, this is for being Merly, but take from like, take from it, whatever you feel like is best for you. But like what shifts have really been apparent to you that have been making these dramatic like differences? I think the biggest shift was when um, my family and I chose to move to Miami and, you know, I have a great life. I had a great life in Jersey and we just, you know, COVID hit and it was just, it felt right. I said, I'm going to follow my gut. And then I'm already thinking that I am, you know, healed. And then you come here and you realize, wait a second, you know, it comes with a whole lot of, you know, stressors and boundaries with people. And I'm in this amazing place. And I look out of my window and I'm like, why don't I feel amazing? And the biggest shift over there was, okay, I'm going to get to choose to change my perspective and I'm going to keep going. And the biggest action item I took was really starting to, um, decide how I'm going to wake up. I really started to journal more and be more in touch with like, what is going on the reality of it? Like, it's all great when I'm home, but how do I adapt it to my life? And I started to do that inner work of really just balancing the who I am to who people think I should be. Mm. And it was, it was, it was not easy, but so worth it. So the biggest action item I would say that I took was just, I kept going. I mean, I know that's not maybe the answer, but I just truly kept going. I would drop down. I would drop back up. I would, I just kept going. Oh, I'm so proud of you for that too, because yeah, like, so we did, you know, my traditional six month contract, we did our, our full coaching. And then you actually came to one of my retreats and just had so many beautiful moments and then decided to kind of do a different thing and then came back and said, you know what, I'm not going to quit this time. I'm going to actually do the real work. And I was so proud of you in that moment, not only because I just adore you so much. And I'm so glad that we're still connected, but also because like, I was so proud of you for understanding that this is a journey. This is a process. This is a lifelong thing. Like, I mean, we're all going to go through these highs and lows. Like I've said it a thousand times. I'll say it a thousand times again. I'm always going to have a coach. I'm always going to have that, that sounding board because I want to continue to grow and evolve. And like, we're all like, we all have these upper limiting beliefs. We all have these like moments where we're like, Oh crap, can we actually do that? Or whatever it is. And I think it's important to list that or to, uh, to mention that, you know, one year ago you were a little bit, um, you haven't done the thing that you said that you wanted to do, which was an, you know, and I hope you don't mind me saying this, but you wanted to lose like 30 pounds and, or you had put on 30 pounds during COVID. So you're actually 30 pounds heavier now than when you were in the beginning of COVID. And I point that out because I, you're still absolutely stunning, obviously, (laughs) but I say this because I don't want anyone to think that 
okay, she's now lost the 30 pounds. And that's the reason why she's saying this, or she has the money. And that's why she's saying this, or she has the job. And that's why she's saying this. Like she's actually saying this at a point in time where it actually got like, like (laughs) weight wise, it's actually gone the opposite direction. But I love what you just said on our coaching call, which is I've always taken the hard road and like the, the sustainable. No, you've always taken the hard and sustainable road for your family, but you never took the hard and sustainable work for yourself. You always took the easy road for yourself. And this time is different. Talk about that. Okay. So yes, I'm on that journey now. And I've always known how day one, a hundred percent, you know, and I always take the easy road in the beginning, but then it gets, you know, it just goes back to where I started. And this time I said with myself and my journey is I'm going to take the easy road because at the end of the easy road will become, you know, I'll be riding that wave. It'll just, I'll be driving by easily for the rest of my life. And, you know, you're going to take the hard road this time. Yeah. Yeah, You're going to take the hard road this time. Right. Currently I'm taking the hard road to start. And then down the road, it's going to be easy. I kind of associate it with pain and pleasure. You know, I want that instant gratification right now, but then there's going to be long-term pain that's attached to that. So now that I'm delaying gratification, I know that I will have long-term pleasure. Hmm. So I've just took the pain and the pleasure and I flipped it. Like, do I want to feel the pain now? You know, so that's what I've kind of done. No, but I love that because it's super true. We now live, like, think about everything. If you're, com- you messaged me right before our call, like you were like three minutes late to our call and she's like, I'm coming, I'm coming. And I was like, it's okay. I'm like, but that's the world that we live in where if our computer doesn't boot in three minutes, like the world has come to a crashing halt. Like it's supposed to boot in 0.23 seconds. Right. And that's exactly the thing is like, sometimes you have to wait. I, I, I don't know where I heard it, but I heard uh, someone say like, when we were, when we were kids, we had to like, when you and I were kids, we're roughly the same age when we, when we were kids and we wanted like I don't know, a video game or whatever it is, we'd have to save our money and we'd have to save our allowance. We'd have to do all those things. Now, when kids don't get something within like the, like one day, they're like, what is going on? Well, that is that instant gratification world that we live in. And uh, yes, there's beautiful parts to our world now, but there's also a, a lot of really crappy things because the journey, like you you and I are talking about is oftentimes like the best part, like working the summer job in order to save up to get X, Y, Z. I remember I bought my first car and I promise you that crappy Chevy tracker that would cost me like $6,000 was like, you might as well have shipped me a Range Rover. That's how cool I felt when I bought that car. But had it been an instant gratification, I probably wouldn't have loved it as much. Yes, I think now it's a lot about self-control. You know, the more self-control we have, it's just, we have to, everything is so instant now that we have, you know, I truly am teaching my children how to delay the gratification. And I think that is the best lesson that I could teach them. And also, it's funny you said that about like, I realize it's funny you're bringing this up because I realize that I, in order to be successful, I have to be hundred percent perfect perfectionist. It has to go perfect. My day has to go perfect. My life has to go perfect. My boss has to be perfect. It all has to line up for me to show up. 
And my biggest aha moment the past couple of weeks was success isn't about mastery. It's not about being perfect. It's about how you show up in the 80-20, how I show up in the 20% of my life when, it, when things get hard, when there's stress, when there's anxiety, how I show up in those the unexpected things of life, how I show up in those will define if I am successful or not. Oh, yes. I love it so, so much. That is just like, oh, I'm just like, I'm all over that because, you know, I think something that you said um, when we, when I was listening to the Voxers and us going back and forth, because I think that like, I was just listening to it. Like, again, this is how Merle and I communicate in between calls. She sends me messages and I send her and she was telling me all these things about like this aha moments that she was having and something like you said um, that I think was really, really important. You were talking about how you're now making decisions because right now, I think one of the things that you have talked about is like, you're now making immediate decisions on something and you're trusting yourself enough to make more decisions. And that is obviously a testament to the fact that your confidence is going through the roof because you're willing now to actually trust yourself. And before it was like, you were so afraid of making the wrong decision and, you know, decision fatigue is an absolute real thing. And so like when you're making fast decisions now and knowing that you can trust yourself to show up on either side, I think it's been game changing for you game changer truly a game day truly a game changer is the decision making and the best part of it is um I am making the decision I am I was never able to make decisions I always looked for outside validation outside approval um you know what do you think what do you think what do you think and all that time I knew I always knew. And I think that, you know, I'm currently helping um, a girl in her 20s. And I keep telling her, you know, you know. And it's like, I wish I had someone when I was in my 20s to tell me that I know the answer. And that's where I come back to being still. You know, I find myself when I don't want to hear the answer or I don't want to be with myself. Now I grab the phone and I'm scrolling social media And that's also a distraction or even for me, a form of self-sabotage because I'm tapping into in that moment that I find myself grabbing the phone, I'm finding myself, I go, wait a second, what's going on here? And I'm tapping into a belief that I don't want to believe or I don't want to feel. And then I put my phone on the side and I say, okay, you know, what am I avoiding feeling right now? And I just find that when you let the feelings pass through you, the answers come to you. Oh my gosh, my drop moment. Like, I really hope that people take that quote, post it, tag me, tag the podcast, tag Merle. Um, I think that that's so true because like one of the things, like one of the, you know, habits that was not even a habit, but like just in everyone's family, we all have things that were completely normal. And in your family, it was like you had for all of the right reasons back then because of things that were happening in your family and with your mom and uh, like life in general, there was situations that happened where you had to be very strong. And that was how she survived. She survived. Your mom survived by being extremely strong in the moment. And by just saying like, we are going to get through this. We are going to be tough. And she is 
thrived by doing that. But also too, every time we do one thing, there's obviously a counterbalance to that. And so your counterbalance in your life has been to push down feelings because the only feeling you're really allowed to have in life is the feeling of like, I am strong. I can handle this. I've got it all. But the reason why you and I are working together is because guess what? That doesn't work well forever. That's the reason why I got help and coaching and masterminds and therapy and all the things is because at one point in time, that shit that was served serving you for a purpose and a reason is no longer serving you. <laughs> it's so true. And you know what? I tap into my strength all the time, but that's the only feeling that I was, you know, able to feel was my strength. And, um, you know, last year when things were just like turned upside down, it was like, you know, strength was not getting you through it. And all these feelings of anxiety and fear would come up, but then there's no distractions. You know, I didn't have the gym, everybody, there was no school, everybody was home. Um, and it was just, you know, work was really like non-existent and we're all together. And then all these feelings came up and it was like, how do you process this? How do you feel? And then that is when I truly, had to tap into like my core, my core value, which is my faith. Hmm. And I was able to be like, you know, this is anxiety and this is fear. But at the end of the day, I trust that there's something bigger on the other end of this. And, you know, that is truly when I even started investing in myself more because I wasn't going to let that time define me. Hmm. And it kind of brought everything to the surface where now I feel like I'm on, on my way to truly, you know, on that healing journey. Yeah. To being Merly, to being like the amazing human that you really are. And like, this is also like a big deal for you as a mom of three girls. This is a big deal for you too, because, you know, like you and I were talking about, um, on, on one of our calls and this isn't my line. Uh, this is an, an Amy Ladine line. I don't know where she got it from, but you know, um, habits are not taught they're caught. And I think that like one of the cool things about you shifting so much in your life is that as amazing of a family that you have, there's certain habits that perhaps you want to instill a little bit differently, like allowing your daughters to know that they can have feelings and they don't have to like push them down and you don't always have to be strong. And I think now you showing up as a different version of yourself has just been such a beautiful blessing to your girls to show them that, yeah, we can change and we can do things differently my kids is I'm trying to um, show them that you are responsible for your actions and your choices and your choices today can affect you for the future. And also how other people think of you or what they say to you has nothing to do with you. It's their opinion. It's their thought bubble. You get to decide how you think about yourself. Don't take their opinion and make it who you are. You stay true to you. And I think, you know, I get emotional talking about it because it's so easy for them to think that they are what someone is saying to them, good or bad. And I find that telling them that is really, you know, I'm creating these rock solid girls 
that, you know, they feel and maybe they're told that they're sensitive, but I'm like, own that because that makes, that will make you a great mom. That will make you a great nurturer, a teacher, you know, a doctor, they have to be sensitive. So I think that taking what was once perceived as a negative character and allowing my child, my children to be who they are and enhancing that, I think that has been the biggest shift. Oh, I love it so, so much. You know, one thing that I think that you're doing right now, like we say we want to be versus do, but I think that like the thing that you're actually doing right now, which is actually doing it like that's really where your work has come in the last however many months or year whatever it is wherever it's been is like you're actually doing things now and catching yourself slipping into old habits and then you also too are like using me which is exactly like the place for it to as the sounding board for all of the feelings and the emotions and the hard moments that come up when we are trying to change lifelong patterns, you know, into your late thirties. I mean, we've created these patterns and habits that we now know a lot of them serve us, but not are all of them are serving us. And we've got to change those. And I think the thing is, is that like, I love, I love the fact that you just said, you said uh, earlier when we were talking, you said, you cannot be a passive listener in your life. You have to be an action taker. You don't have to live on autopilot. You don't have to just be what's expected of you. But then you go to bed and you're like, this is it. Like you look around and you're like, this is it. You're not feeling fulfilled. I think that, you know, you don't have to be in the box. You can still enjoy your life, be fulfilled in it. And I think that with, you know, working with you, even like what you just said, like I couldn't get on the Zoom today. I was like, oh, one second, like deep breath. And I said, okay, great. This is happening for me. That means the podcast and this call is going to be epic because, you know, I always say blessings come from the back door. Oh, that's so good. I love that. That You also truly always bring me back to my faith because you know, like you keep reminding me, it's so easy to get away from it. And you keep reminding me, you have such a strong faith and trust and just trust. So it's a lot of like you in my ear, keep reminding me. And then it's like, you know, I truly do part, I truly do borrow parts of you that I'm weak in currently, where it's like, I'm like, oh, great. You know, I'm going to make today amazing. This is happening for me right now, not to me. And it's kind of like, I'm telling you, you know, your perspective could be your power or your prison. Mm. Oh, that is so good. (laughs) That's so good. No, but it's so true. Like I love you to help me like, like, you know, take that push, you know, I voxer you in that moment, you know, sometimes I need that outside perspective to bring me back, you know, in the moment, you know, I really, when I, you know, I have that voxer and I'm able to be like, Christina, I need your perspective on this. And then you vox me back and you're like, be you, you know, that's all I need to hear. 
Yes. Oh my God. Yes. That's so true. But that's the reason why I use my coach as well. I think oftentimes in life, whether you're, you know, showing up for business or you're showing up for confidence or changing patterns or doing whatever it is, it's like, you need that external perspective. Cause when you're in it, it is so hard. Like when I just needed to tell you, oh yeah, by the way, you're an absolute rock star. You're going to walk in there and people are thrilled to death that you're actually there because they are so lucky to have you blessing their, the blessing their party. It was like that moment where you're like, Oh yeah, she's right. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I know you're laughing, but it's so true. Like you, they were very lucky to have you there. And it was like that shift of like, you just needed that moment. And I love what you said is you borrowed a bit of my confidence in that moment. And you borrowed a bit of that. And I think that's what like, really what, um, a lot of good coaches do for you is you borrow the bits and pieces that you're not as strong in. There is a lot of things that you're a lot stronger than I am at, but for what you need right now in this season of your life, I have a little bit that you can borrow from me in the meantime, until yours grows in strength. And it's also accepting that, you know, not every day is going to be great, but we're taking the good days and we're maximizing them versus, you know, there's more good days now than bad days. And, you know, you could define bad, but, you know, <laughs> let's say stressful days, but you're taking that and that now the, the better days are becoming, you know, more and more versus, you know, when I started working with you, I was just like, oh my gosh, I'm a mess. <laughs> but I, I think have it's all this knowledge. No, I said, I have all this knowledge. And I don't know what to do and I'm not implementing and, you know, that's the, but there's, that's, that's why you pay. That's why there's accountability. Like when you pay, you pay attention. I've said it a thousand times. Like, I mean, you know, that like the stuff that I'm going to give you in one day, you know, it doesn't matter if it's my mastermind clients. It doesn't matter if it's my coach, one-on-one clients, whatever it is there is going to be some accountability. And when you have skin in the game, you start showing up for that. I say it all the time. I pay my coach, coach an astronomical amount of money. When she gives me an, an action item, guess what? That shit's going to happen because I know that like I'm showing up to that, right? Like for sure. And it, it matters. It's an investment in yourself. You know, we were met, we were talking about this even before we turned on the mic. How like, you know, people look at like, they're putting, they're putting an expense in coaching or therapy or whatever the heck it is. I'm like, no, no, no. That is an investment in your life. Like you have such a short period on this planet, especially like, even when you think about like you, you, the time that you have with your kids right now, like that's just such a short time. Like they're getting older and like, you want to maximize that time. And like, why wouldn't you invest to make sure you're showing up as the best for yourself when your kids are so little? I find that it's also an investment in my future self, in 100%. that level version of me. You know, it's like, that is the biggest thing because the person I was a year ago is not the person I am today. Oh, heck no. And, and that I think is a, a valuable resource to have a coach as well is because like my coach does the same thing as me. I'm like, oh yeah. Like even with you, I was like, do you remember how you would have showed up to yourself? Like even the COVID thing, you're like, oh shit, <laughs> shoot, man. I would have crushed COVID if it would have started right now, as opposed to when you first, when COVID first went down and you're like, I, I can't do this. And I said that in the beginning of COVID like a thousand times. I was like, oh, thank you, Jesus, that I did the work on myself before COVID. <laughs> but you know what? It was, I was in the middle, but it was truly a blessing, truly. 
Oh, COVID was the biggest blessing for so many people. We're not taking away, we're like all you judgy people out there. We're not taking oh, away yeah. anything that was bad, but oh no, don't worry. I I'll preface it. We're not taking away anything that was bad for some people, but if you had the perspective that you were going to make COVID like your BITCH for the rest of 20 and 2020 and 2021, then you had a much better outlook on making that a reality is because you just decided it to be like, I, I said that from day one of COVID, I was like, I am deciding that this is the best season of my life. And it turned out to be really damn good, to be honest with you. Kind of go, going back to what you were saying though, too, is, you know, taking, taking the perspective of you are just investing in your future. You're investing in yourself. You're investing in your kids. You're investing in like the future self of you. You have made such an impact in so many people around you. And that's like one of my jobs as your coach to show you of like who you're actually now showing up as. And that's a big, big deal because like, I think when you're in it, you're just like, oh, well, I'm just me. But like, I have said it a thousand times. I believe every single person has a purpose and that purpose is your responsibility to live that out fully. And now I see the impact that you're not only making in your kids, but in your strong community, you're, you know, a part of a, a fantastic Jewish community down in Miami and up in Jersey. And you have made a massive impact in those people, whether you understand it or not. Yes. I mean, I do talk to um, many 20 year olds. And I um, really try to give them that, just a sounding board or even just more than that. Like, I'm not judging their decisions and I'll never tell them what to do, but kind of like a little guidance, like what you do for me, where, you know what, I'm just a little, I'm just a couple of steps ahead of you. And it's just, this is, it's so much harder for them with social media and comparison and their worthiness and, you know, the opinion of others and people telling them what to do. And for them to call me and say, you know, what do you think in this? And I take away the judgment of whatever they're going through and I just guide them. And then I tell, eventually I get to the point where I tell them, you know, (laughs) you know, and they're like, no, we don't. And I said, yes, you do decide. You know, that's the whole purpose of this whole podcast was to say that, like, at the end of the day, like, how do you get yourself unstuck? Like, whether you're our age, whether you're in their 60s, whether you're in their 20s, it's like you get yourself unstuck by doing the work and you already know 100%. You already know what is the right decision for you in you if you can be still and learn how to trust yourself and gain that confidence in yourself. Like, is that not just the so whole thing? detached from themselves? Yes. They are so detached and, um, which is okay. I tell them it's okay. It doesn't mean that you have to be detached because they come to me and they say, this one says this, but it doesn't feel right. And they say, some, you know, sometimes in life, you don't have to go by your feeling. Some, you got, sometimes you have to use logic over emotion and sometimes your feelings will drive, but you know, so it's a lot of back and forth of logic over emotion, emotion over logic. That's what I find in that age group that they don't know how to balance the two where a lot of it, they're just letting feelings drive without the consequences also of, you know, their actions. 
Like I always tell, you know, I always say things lead to things. Mm. Things lead to things. It can go both ways. And just me helping them put things into perspective is letting them have a different outlook, whether they're dating, you know, caught in the wrong crowd, um, you know, using drugs, just like all these things that they're facing, being accepted, being worthy of love. So, you know, if I can help one girl, I, I it just really, it, it lights me up. Oh, and that is so in your purpose. That is so in your purpose, which we've been talking about over and over and over again mm-hmm. on our calls, but like you were stepping into that fully and it took kind of like that God whisper to kind of listen to yourself and learn how to just be. And now you're using what you've done for yourself in order to serve others. Like, I mean, you and I both two people of faith who believe so heavily that, you know, we're all here for a purpose and a reason. God is number one. And that's exactly what you're doing. You're, you're, he has instilled that in you and you are now taking the work take doing the work to now serve others with your beautiful life. Like, I mean, that is the purpose of all of this. I don't care if you're, if we're talking about business, I don't care if we're talking about whatever this is business life, all of the things at the end of the day, if you are using your life or your business to serve others, oh my gosh, like it's all gravy after that. That's why it's easy for me. This is why my business is easy. Cause it's like, Oh, this is easy. This is me serving others. Okay. Of course I'm going to be rewarded. Of course. And it's so easy because you know, you're so in alignment and you know, I, as a client feed off your energy, I borrow your energy. Um, just having you in my life is already pushing me in the direction that I truly want to go in. Mm-hmm. It's like, even after like, our first call, I was like, you know, so many things are coming to me, such, such abundance, such opportunities, but maybe they were there all along, but I never had the lens to view them because I was always, you know, in avoidance or just on that live a different vibration, let's say. Yeah. So I think that the second you elevate yourself, you know, God sends you those signs. God sends you those moments. The the clarity, I think it's clarity. That's what's set because, you know, you could see something, but then you don't see something until you see something. Yeah. So no, that's so good. But I also think too, it's like that whole thing of like trusting yourself. I think most people have that still small voice inside themselves. Like, so right now I'm launching um, my mastermind and filling up my mastermind. And I get on calls with so many people and like, they'll tell me they 100% know that is exactly the thing that they need to be doing. But it's almost like getting to that point where you really honestly have to step outside of yourself and you have to have that like blind faith. Now, God, source, universe, whatever you believe, but there has to be some faith there that like, no matter what, you're going to figure it out. And I think the reason why this has been so helpful for you is like, you didn't like it. This is, it's not like this was super easy decision for you or all the things, not at all, but I think you had finally told God enough times that I want something different. And you finally trusted just a pinch. Like I, that's what I say. Like you borrow my confidence. Sometimes you borrowed my confidence in me that this was going to work. Even if you only had a pinch, I had enough for both of us at the beginning. And I think that like, that's where people don't understand is like, 
the people who really say they want something different, like all of the people that I'm talking to for this next mastermind, I'm like, you say you want something different. You don't have to believe hundred percent. You just have to believe 1%. You can borrow my 99%. <laughs> believe 1% and then take action. Yes. Or you know what? The best decisions I've made, I really, I, I, I made them with self-doubt. Yeah. And it turned out amazing. Well, it's the, it's the small, still voice. It's like going on your retreat. That was a very difficult decision, but I was like, no, deciding I'm in, you know, and then I really truly made like, you know, some of my best friends right now where I'm able to have these like-minded conversations because, you know, you're up here changing or growing and evolving, but everyone else in your life is still who they are you know, they're not changing. And you're expecting that. I think also another shift is that you expect I'm, I'm changed. Listen to what I have to say. (laughs) No, it does not happen like that. No one is changing. Everything remains the same. And you have, that's also a part of, you know, what I had to also work through is that, but you know, I'm up here now. and And it's like, No. Okay. So instead of dropping down to who I used to be, I'm like learning to just show up as this best version and, you know, take them along for the ride. But, oh my gosh. Okay. That goes back to exactly what we were talking to, uh, talking about on your coaching call today, where I said, you need to stand up and be exactly who you are now. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I know, yeah. Like, you know what I'm talking about, but that is like a hundred percent. It is like, you are on this vibration now. And now you just have to show up as that everyone else may not understand it in the beginning, but you dropping back down to an old version to appease others is actually not what's pardon the comfort level. Yes. That is actually a part of it. And that's the reason why you do have this tribe around you. That is the reason why you do have me. So when the fear and anxiety of going, oh, is this even worth it? I should probably drop back down to who I was. That is how you don't do it. And then you start showing up as that version of yourself. And people start to understand that like, dang, she's not the same person. And, and that scares a lot of people. Like even doesn't matter where you are in your journey. That's a scary situation for a lot of people if they don't understand it, but how they come to understand, or, you know, like as Nathan always said, because I get this question all the time is people say, well, how did you deal with her changing? And he's like, in the beginning, I was like, put your money where your mouth is kind of situation, which I did. And then he's kind of like, that's when he had to have the come to Jesus moment where it was like, oh, I now have to either do some work on myself or like, this is probably not going to go well. I can't blame her for changing and becoming a better version of herself. I better step up to the plate and become a better version of myself as well. Right. And you know what, when you take the pressure off the people around you, yes, I always say, don't parent, you know, especially with my husband, I always tell myself, don't parent partner and just communicate. You know, he's on his life. He's on his journey. I'm on mine. And, um, you know, it's great. So it's, that was the big thing. I actually um, love that Mm. where, you know, you become a partner versus trying to change someone and trying to parent them and telling them what to do. You know, you don't want to create that resistance. So, you know, just flow it, flowing. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it. So today was all about how to get unstuck. We have talked about so many things. I'm so unbelievably just like humbled that you 
are a client of mine. I'm so grateful that you're a good friend of mine. I'm so proud of all of the work that you've done. I know that you have massive, beautiful, great, epic, amazing things in store. Um, just super grateful for you sharing your story. And I know that this is going to impact so many people. Thank you so much for having me. It's great. Thank Loved you. it. Love you. Bye. Bye. Thank you all so much for joining me on today's episode of the Decide It's Your Turn podcast. If today's episode resonated with you at all, please share it with a friend. Also, head on over to iTunes. Leave us a five-star review and a comment. What is it that you want us to talk about that will help you realize that at any moment and any day, you too can decide it's your turn. I'm Christina LeCure. I'll see you next time.